You're listening to Novel Bound, a podcast dedicated to making you laugh and keeping you company. Each week, we're sharing all of our favorite books and the embarrassing side of life. Welcome back to Novel Bound. I'm Anna. I'm Celine. And today we're doing our 2022 books we can't wait for. I'm really excited. We did them last year. (laughs) Yep. And we're going. (laughs) We're already off to a great start in 2022. Yep. Yep. Didn't just stumble (laughs) into that. I was like, yeah, can't wait for 2022. Can't wait for these books. It's going to be so fun. (laughs) No, honestly, though, these are books. I've never been more excited about reading books than I am now. And you think that like after doing this for like a year, we would be like, oh, like, no. I'm just yeah, as excited no. and freaking it's the it's best. A good, it's a good year. We did this last year and it kind of was a turning point for us. It was talked, a lot of the books we talked about, especially Fable from Adrian Young, like that kind of got the ball rolling on a lot of things we wanted. So we're just excited to see where these books take us. You never know. You never know. You never know. In fact, what's really cool is like all of the books that we talked about, like wanting to read or like that we were psyched about or that we were like, oh my gosh, if we could talk to this person, like we basically have already interviewed them or will be interviewing them this year, except for yeah. you, Sarah J. Moss. She sent us, her assistant sent us a news to a newsletter. Effectively was like, unfortunately, her schedule is very booked. <laughs> we're like, we get it. We, <laughs> we get it. I'm so sorry. I, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> Honestly, we knew that though. We just had to try, right? We just say that we tried. Yeah, so everyone on this, I am I would pee myself very thoroughly if they came on our podcast. So we'll we'll, we'll get on there. We'll get there. Okay. So uh how's your holiday hangover going? <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. I am struggling with the holiday hangover so bad. My family, I mean, we're recording this like uh, only a couple days into 2022. My family just barely left town. And we like I have been going nonstop for like a week and a half. Yeah. And, and my child Lincoln, my cute little son is going through a sleep regression moment right now. So he wakes up every night at like three o'clock in the morning and will not go back to bed. God bless you. God bless you. Um, I have a question about this. I'm going to completely neglect the fact that you're screaming for help with your child's sleep regression thing. And I'm just going to pass over it like an insecure best friend. We'll talk later, um, about the holiday hangover thing. So how long do you feel is too long for family members to like be involved, you know? Yeah. Like, so for example, if you're staying at someone's house or you're visiting or whatever, like how long is too long? Cause you're like my, it, we're into January and like we, uh-huh. we just left. So how I, long is too long? It's hard. I feel like it's different. So if I'm staying somewhere, like I loved it cause I can just come home to my house and I love having my family in town. Yeah. But I feel like when you're staying somewhere and you're away from your own house, I feel like a week, like you really, you can only do a week, only do a week. We binge it every year. So like Tanner and I switch off. So mm-hmm. we do like the winter break. And I think we did three weeks last time at my parents' house. And then we did 13 days in Utah and I just remember like, what's nice is no one, none of my family members listen to my podcast. So I can say whatever I want. This is great. I'm so excited. No. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go off for like five seconds. Go off. There was like last year. And what's funny is my family all knows this. I'm not like, we're going to be real. 
I literally was like, I need to leave. This is like, we were three weeks. We had no car, no access to anything. And me, and like, I need, I need trapped control. there. You're trapped. You're trapped. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think a week is probably all I can do with my own family, my own flesh and blood. Yeah. Like I was done. I was done. And we did one year with Tanner's family. I just remember like, us like it was like new year's eve or it was like the day before new year's and we're like we just have to stay through new year's and then we can go home and i just remember like we were waiting for like the clock to hit midnight and i was like i just want to go home i hate all of this so much <laughs> it was just like one of those years where i was just like i just want to be in my own house like i hate this so much and yeah so even though my i have the best in-laws and i have like the best family but there I, is something so comforting about being in your own space yeah. Like when you're visiting family and all you have is one room and it's not even your room and you don't have all your comfort, like your creature comforts. Yeah. It's hard. I know it really is. Here's what I'll say. So this trip was actually amazing because one, I got to escape and hang out with you all the time, which was so nice. That was fun. Sometimes I would text you and be like, I'm coming over. I don't care if I'm, you're not even home. I'm coming over. So that was so nice. But also Natalie is my mother-in-law. She just spoiled the heck out of Adelaide and she let us go on mm-hmm. dates and stuff. So that was super fun. But um, I definitely feel like this year, this year was amazing. Like I love being with my family, but I'm kind of at the point where I don't want to travel across the country. Oh, with I'm my tired kid. of traveling. I'm tired of like Christmas. I want to do something with us as a family. Like I, yeah. I would rather like do a summer trip with them and then have Christmas at home or something because like I am just like uh, we've never had Christmas we've been married for six years yeah. we've never had Christmas by ourselves ever yeah we haven't either so, I don't know but I actually we have no choice for that because every single one of my family and Tanner's family is coming to see Tanner graduate in Chris like around Christmas so we might have everybody at our house okay good luck with that I we like totally to fit you. we could totally fit all of these family members in our house so there's a, ho- there's a hotel near your house probably <laughs> hopefully it'll be fine just when they're yeah. like, what's the information that we need to know? Send them the link to the hotel. And you're like, so this is the information you need. Um, yeah. Let me know if you have any questions. Oh, I will be enforcing that my family at least goes and stays in the hotel. I'm like, dad, you have points. Dad, dad <laughs> yeah. no. get your booty in the hotel. <laughs> but yeah. Wild. What I love about Anna is with my family is they're very colorful. Mm-hmm. This is the so first time fun. I've ever talked about my family on the podcast. Yeah. I go to therapy for that. <laughs> I get to therapy for that. You're like, I get it all out of therapy. I'm like, you guys are my therapy. You going to hear about the crazy <laughs> shenanigans we've been up to. <laughs> go off, Anna. Go off. <laughs> okay. So back to uh, what did you get for Christmas? Oh, okay. So I put, okay. So my sweet husband got me a PS5 for Christmas and I, I like so sure that Jalen was going to get her a crappy present. It was so funny. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. Jaylen. Is, is I, he did so good this year. He did, he did so, so good, good. but he, in the past, his track record for, record for gifts have not been like amazing. And my love language is gifts. And so it already doesn't help that I have super high expectations. Hmm. Well, he like freaking exceeded them. I am like a closeted gamer that was cringy to say i'm sorry i take that back i like really enjoy playing audio what's that tiktok audio where it's like oh gosh i can't even remember where they're talking about games do you remember i'm not i'm a gamer (laughs) oh it's like i have something to tell you what it can't be that bad it is it's like what did you kill someone no worse i'm a gamer That's you. That's you. Yeah, I love playing games. And so I have been trying to be like, not become a hermit and only play 
Like he pre-ordered me a lot of games coming out on the PS5 that are going to be like freaking amazing. And so I'm replaying one of them. But I'm like, I can't only play this, Anna. Like, I still have books that I need to read. She almost ditched me. I literally was like, oh, yeah, are you ready to record? And I was like, I'm so tired. She's like, you don't have to come over. We can always record later. And I was like, well, I'm on my way. She was like, let's do it later. I have to go clean my house. Oh, my gosh. I've been playing my games. I was like, oh, no, I have to panic clean for the next 20 minutes. Okay, I'll see you in a little bit. (laughs) I've been playing my game for, like, ever. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We love it. But, yeah, so she's been playing video games. But don't fear not. I will continue to read. In fact, I'm sure everyone being like, where the heck is your review for Crown of Midnight? I And it's not because I've been playing games. I've just had so much of a holiday hangover that like I need to dedicate my mental space to read it. I've learned so, so much about like you. What I love about you is that you teach me like that I can give myself breaks and I can like holiday hangover yeah. is real that like you can be overwhelmed that like, you know what I mean? And it's been so yes. nice. You've been teaching me a lot about self-care this year and I love it. Yeah. But yeah okay Hannah Montana I I that. we are off we have been like trying to have meetings this morning and like we have both just to remind ourselves like what we're saying we'll just be like singing be like yeah that's what I'm trying I to have say. been non-stop singing the Encanto music soundtrack yeah. and I haven't seen it yet I can't stop apologize. singing we don't talk about Bruno oh my gosh I have the weirdest thing to tell you that I did what I can't believe I'm telling you this right now so for our anniversary Tanner took us to this like the steakhouse and what is it called you know because Jalen recommended it Rodigio's and it's at the trolley mall yeah. mm-hmm. what is it called the trolley I, I think it's like the trolley mall it's not trolley. Provo it's not Provo trolley is square it no it's in Salt Lake oh I don't know what Here's, I'm talking about sorry I'm I'm really bettering this beginning so t- we start driving and Tanner's like I forgot that this mall was here and I was like oh really it's pretty close to like where our place was and he was like well, you see, there was this like crazy weird shooting that happened um, like a few years ago. And so like, it just didn't, you know, people just didn't go there as much. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, some guy just like went into the mall and just like, you know, casually took the lives of innocent people. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So we walk in and like a normal person, I immediately started to be like, well, where did it happen? Where did this, where did it go? Like, I don't, you would do that. Yeah. Do you know what I did, Anna? I looked Look up the up. article of all of the stores where things happened, then compared it to a map of t- to today's like where things are and then walked around and looked for blood spatter. Why did I do that? And then why I would they, why would it even be there years and years later? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I found some just so you know. Wow. Yeah. And I walked through and was like, okay, so like compared to these crime scene photos, this is where they stood here. This is where this happened. And Tanner and I, because we were waiting for, we had, we were there like 40 minutes early. We had to wait for a reservation. We literally walked through the crime scene. I think it's because I'm like obsessively writing this murder mystery right now. And I literally was like, I'm a freaking weirdo. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm such a weirdo. So yeah, I literally went through an entire like crime scene investigation uh-huh. where I was like, okay, so this is a... Why am I like this? I have like so many things where I could like, I want to like say more information than like that's your like inner psyche about why you would do that. (laughs) Why am I like this? I'll bring it up in therapy. It'll be fine. (laughs) Come back and tell us what she says. (laughs) Crystal's going to be like Celine. Uh, Okay. So let's uh, back up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't know why he did it. Okay. I'm I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop. I use it for my art later. Okay. 
DPR later. Talk about your book, Anna. Talk about the books you're excited about. Okay, we're going to start with our list. So I'm starting with three books that I've already talked about. You already know, but I just have to list them because I'm that excited for them. It's the third book to the Divine Blood series, Shattered Souls. The second book to These Hollow Vows, These Twisted Bonds. And let me tell you, I'm getting a little nervous because I looked up and the cover has been released and my boy Finn is not on the cover. I have a lot of questions. I'm very nervous. So, oh, Finn has to be there. Also, I read these hollow vows last night. (gasps) What you did? I'm proud of you. Not done yet. That's why I haven't called you and texted you and been like, like all of the people spoiling things for me. They're like, how could he? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to know. I thought it's something to do with, with a certain person. And I'm like, that is the consequences of sharing a Instagram account. No, we love it though. Okay. And then the second book to Once Upon a Broken Heart, The Ballad of Never After. Wow. That, so that cover, that like title name. Wow. There's been no information. There's no like excerpt on Goodreads about what is to come, but really exciting. Okay. And now I'm going to get- If Stephanie wrote it, I want it. Literally. She I could write it. anything. She could write any premise and I would read it and it would be amazing. A recipe. A recipe. I would read yeah. it. Same. Okay. And then I'm going to do the first and then we'll like bounce off each other of the new books that <laughs> hopefully you guys have never heard of these or us talk about these at least. I'm, I like went hard. I'm very excited for these books. Did. She was like, I have to find the books that no one has ever recommended before. Yeah. Castle in their bones. So a spellbinding story of three princesses and the destiny they were born for seduction, conquest, and the crown immerse yourself in the first book in a new fantasy trilogy from the author of the New York Times bestselling Ash Princess series. So Empress Marguerite has had plans for her daughters since the day they were born. Princesses Sorafina, Daphne, and Beatrice will be queens, and now, age 16, they each must leave their homeland and marry their princes. Beautiful, smart, and demure, the triplets appear to be the perfect brides because Marguerite knows there is one common truth. Everyone underestimates a girl, which is a grave mistake. Surf, uh... Sephora, that's a weird name. Daphne and Beatrice are no innocents. They have been trained since birth in the arts of deception, seduction, and violence with a singular goal to bring down monarchies. And their marriages are merely the first stage of their mother's grand vision to one day reign over the entire continent of Asteria. The princesses have spent their lives preparing and now they are ready, each with their own secret skill and each with a single wish pulled from the stars. Only the stars have their own plans and their mother hasn't and their mother hasn't told them all of hers. Life abroad is a test. Will their loyalty stay true or will they learn they can't trust anyone and not even each other? I love it. <laughs> I love it. The tropes, the tropes, the tropes. The tropes sound really good. And yeah. there's like romance in it. It's adventure. I'm I'm really excited. I'm for you. I like want, here's what I want it to be. Cause I don't know what it is. I want it to be that they like each get to their respective, like new kingdoms and they like meet the princes and Kings that they're going to marry. Make out. And then the Kings, like they all bring the best out of each other and they help each other out and they realize that they should take their mother down. And it's just like, yeah, that's what I want it to be. I don't know if that's what it is going to be, but. Do you think it's going to be a trilogy or a standalone or a duology? It's a trilogy. So I'm sorry I'm recommending the first in a trilogy. I'm sorry, guys. You got to keep those authors alive, okay? You got to keep them alive. We can so be patient. Hard. Yeah, we do We do people dirty a lot. We're like, hey, read this book. Oh, skirt. <laughs> yep. So the thing is, is the reviews on here of people that have received ARCs, 
are really good. It's pretty goodly rated. Mm-hmm. So I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. I'm excited. Okay. So the books that I'm excited about that are like follow-ups is obviously the Demon Tide, Lori Forrest book. Mm-hmm. Oh my I think gosh, we need to like yeah. take a five second spoiler free. Um, what, what do you expect? Cause when we had that, her on for our interview last year, she was she's like, hurt us. she's going like, to hurt us. She is. She's going to hurt us. She's going to hurt someone, us. Someone, one of the love interests is going to die. No, no. I like, I can feel it in my bones that that's what's going to happen. No. I'm nervous. I'm scared. If no. I just expect the worst, then maybe well, I'll be I think at the end, I think at the end, like Red Queen style, I think it's going to be a lot like Red Queen. I think so. Yeah, because okay. she was finishing Demon Tide when she was like, she was like, I don't know which one she's going to pick yet. She was already done with, with Demon Tide. Yeah. So I think okay. that the last one is where we're going to be. Is where we're going to be hurt. I needed okay. Lori Forrest to stop being a dentist and start That's true. being a full-time writer. I personally want her to become, like, if I can do anything to make her. Yeah, work. you're right. The last book is called The Battle for Earthia. So... Can't wait for that. Can't wait to have my heart broken. I know she's introducing so many new characters. And so Homegirl is basically like J.R. Tolkien with the world building that she is doing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So this is a contemporary book. I have lots of different recommendations and different uh, like categories, but this is a contemporary like romance one. And it's called Book Lovers by Emily Henry. And me and Anna discovered Emily Henry's amazing work over the last like what couple months and I'm obsessed with her uh she's amazing it's like I we I mean we've talked about this a million times but we picked her first book up not her first the first book we read was beach reads and we mm-hmm. were just expecting it to be like a cute rom-com and she punches you right in the gut with the feelings yes yes in the best way in the best ways she's so good but yeah so this is book lovers so Nora Stephen's life is books she's read them all and she's not that type of heroine Not the plucky one, not the laid back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a heroine for are her clients for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister, Libby, which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away with visions of a small town transformation for Nora, who she's convinced needs to become the heroine in her own story. But instead of picnics in meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging forearmed bartender, <laughs> Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish, brooding editor from back in the city. It would be a meet cue if not for the fact that they've met so many times and it's never been cute. If Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, Charlie knows that he's nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences no editor worth their salt would allow... What they discover might unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. Mm-mm. I remember looking up the Goodreads for this and adding it to my list. And she commented and she's like, yeah, I'm writing another book about writers. Come at me. <laughs> and it was funny. I like her. She keeps posting. I am totally up in her DMs, girl. I am like, oh, yeah, we're Emily, like, hey, you're so funny. Emily, oh, Emily, what? please talk Love to me. <laughs> Love it. It's so, I am shameless and so embarrassing with authors because I just want them, I just want to talk to them. And I, I want, so like I'm manifesting, I want to talk to Emily Henry this year. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I want. I just want Emily Henry to DM me. Yeah. Like that's all I want. 
<laughs> and maybe <laughs> it's not like I want to brush your hair or, or anything. <laughs> oh, what is it? It's not like I want to brush your hair or I don't literally don't remember anything else of that quote. And I used that audio. What's wrong with me? Or hold her hand her or hand. walk in the park or whatever. Like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, on to my next. I want to send her a personalized mug with a quote and then like a, a picture of myself going, I love you. Like, that's all I want to do. Love you, honey. <laughs> I want to be like, Emily, oh my gosh, you can. I want to personally live react. I support that. I would support that decision so hard. Go, go, Anna. Go. Okay. My next book is Some Mistakes Were Made by the lovely Kristen Dwyer. And we love her. We love, we her. love her. Her personality too. Like she's just such she's a- awesome. She's person. very fun. And her writing is amazing. So let me just read the back page for you. Okay. You can't always go home again. Ellis and Easton have been inseparable since childhood. But when a rash decision throws Ellie's, is it Ellis? Yeah. Ellis's life and her relationship with Easton into chaos. She's forced to move halfway across the country, far from everything she's ever known. Now, Ellis hasn't spoken to Easton in a year, and maybe it's better that way. Maybe eventually the Easton-shaped hole in her heart will heal. But when Easton's mother invites her home for a celebration, Ellis finds herself tangled up in the web of heartache, betrayal, and anger she left behind. And with the boy she never stopped loving. I cannot wait for Kristen Dwyer to knife me in the heart. I can't wait. This is a Taylor Swift song. That's what everyone says. They're like, it is a Taylor yeah. Swift song in a book. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cannot okay. wait. I cannot wait for this book. I'm so excited. It comes out April 26th. Love it. We're going to have her on. Um, yes. Everything to say about it. I don't know. She hasn't said anything, but I'm like, nope. If her gonna- schedule is clear enough, we would love to have her on. She, we, so we did Adrian Young's Writing with the Soul. And in that she like has an example from some mistakes were made. I mean, it's like two paragraphs, but even from the two paragraphs, like this is going to be a great book. The writing already was amazing. Yeah. Can I also, okay. I have like things to say about Kristen Dwyer herself, which I find hilarious. So first off we were at y'all fest and we were talking to her. I was like, I want to read it. And she's like, do you, do you really want to read it? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, it's going to hurt you. You're going to cry. I'm like, but I'm a knife is in the heart. But I like, but and it's so funny because she's such a cinnamon roll person, yeah. for example. Like, okay, I have like so much respect for Adrian Young and for Kristen Dwyer. But one of the things I love about Kristen Dwyer is that um, when Adrian was launching her most recent book and they were in town, um, I like couldn't, I was dropping off like hot chocolate for them. And then I come, like I had Adelaide with me and I was trying to like talk to them, but Adelaide was like everywhere. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And Kristen like looks at me and she's like, are you kidding me? This is perfectly fine. Like, she's like, I have kids. I know exactly what it's like. She's like, you are okay. Like, and I just feel like Kristen is so down to earth and like really, she's real. And what um, she was talking about how like different writers have different things. And she's like, she's all about feelings. So when you're going to be like reading her book, you're going to be reading like emotions and feelings and stuff yes. like that. And so like Adrian's really good about like setting and scenery and imagery. And Kristen's like huge strength is like, but what are they feeling? Like they could be in like a globe and you wouldn't know anything, but but you're going to know what they feel about each other. And I yeah. thought that was cool. So. Can't wait. Chills. Chills. Chills until April 26th. <laughs> yes. We love it. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Belladonna. Yes. Yes. Belladonna is going to be so fun. And I am like so excited. Um, Adeline. Grace. Yeah, I was well yeah. in my brain. I was like, it's Adeline Grace, right? Like she wrote it. <laughs> Even yeah, though I've been like, panic of, like you're like, I'm pretty sure I know this, but if I 
butcher it, it's going to be bad. I yeah. ruined her life and she just is listening to this <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. How dare you? So what's cool is um, I've been messaging her obsessively on the internet and she's like, yeah, I'll help. I'll get you guys an ARC. So we'll be getting, we'll be like reviewing early for you guys, like what the book's about. So yes, but um, everyone that's read it so far says that they're obsessed with death. So I thought it was cool. So I'll read it. Mm. A girl confronts death and her, wow, that would be really weird out of context if I said they're all obsessed with death. So maybe this is why, this is why. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a girl confronts death and her own deathly powers to solve a murder in this gothic infused romantic young adult fantasy. Already. Orphaned as a baby. I know that she's going through it, Anna. <laughs> Orphaned as a baby, 19 year old Signa Pharaoh has been raised by a string of guardians more interested in her wealth than her well-being all of whom have died of mysterious circumstances. Her last remaining relatives are the Hawthorns, an eccentric family who live at Thorn Grove, a manor as glittering as it is gloomy. Thorn Grove's patriarch, Elijah, mourns his late wife, Lillian, through liquor and wild parties while son Percy grapples to maintain... What? I'm sorry, I'm just commenting. I'm saying I love that she used Percy. I love that name. (laughs) Is it because you love Percy Jackson? Because I love Percy Jackson, okay? Come at me. Um, she's like back to back to reading about my story. Thank you. Um, <laughs> grapples to maintain the family's waning reputation and daughter Blythe suffers the same mysterious illness that killed her mother. But when Lillian's spirit confronts Signa and claims it was poison that killed her and not an illness, Signa realizes that Blythe will be next to die unless the murderer is found. Signa's best chance of uncovering the culprit and solving Lillian's murder is an alliance with death himself, the very man she hates most. And death, that fascinating, dangerous shadow who has never been far from her side, shows her that their connection may be more powerful than she ever dared imagine. It sounds so good. It sounds so moody. I'm ready for it. Yes. Just shoot me straight in the heart. Shoot me straight in the heart. I want to die. No, I don't. I don't want to die. I love I love life with you. Thank you. I love life with you. Okay, go. (laughs) Okay, let me do mine. My next one is the, okay, before I preface this, my next two, I really wanted last year to read an amazing Asian themed like fantasy story. And I just felt like the couple ones I read, they were good. They were a little juvenile. And so they just fell a little below the mark for me. So my next one is The Girl Who Fell Beneath the Sea. Deadly storms have ravaged Mina's homeland for generations. Floods sweep away entire villages while bloody wars are waged over the few remaining sources. Her people believe the sea god, once their protector, now curses them with death and despair. In an attempt to appease him, each year a beautiful maiden is thrown into the sea to serve as a sea god's bride in the hopes that one day the true bride will be chosen and end the suffering. Many believe that Shim Cheong, the most beautiful girl in the village, and the beloved of Mina's older brother, Jun, may be the legendary true bride. But on the night Cheong is to be sacrificed, Jun follows Cheong out to sea, even knowing that to interfere is a death sentence. To save her brother, Mina throws herself into the water in Cheong's stead. Sorry. Swept away to the spirit realm, a magical city of lesser gods and mythical beasts, Mina seeks out the sea god, only to find him caught in an enchanted sleep. With the help of a mysterious young man named Shin, as well as a motley crew of demons, gods, and spirits, Mina sets out to wake the sea god and bring an end to the killer storms once and for all. But she doesn't have much time. A human cannot live long in the land of the spirits, and there are those who would do anything to keep the sea god from waking. This sounds like everything I want it to me. It sounds so good. The cover, the cover is beautiful. It's so pretty. I seriously, you also look the cover up right now. 
It sounds like it's going to be full of adventure and hopefully romance. And yeah, I'm just really excited. All the reviews for it are great. A lot of people say it's similar to Spirited Away. Okay. Watch Spirited Away, which I love that movie. Um, Wow. Actually, a lot of people are saying this is similar to Spirited Away. And the reviews are good. A lot of people are excited for it. So we should read. I literally cannot wait. We should buddy read. When does it come out? It comes out. Let me get that information for you. February 22nd. Soon. Yeah. We'll just like pine. We'll pine for a little bit and it'll be fine. And then we'll have it soon enough. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is, this is our girl. We cannot wait for this book. I know exactly what you're going to do if it, if I think you're right. (laughs) Who's our girl? Who's our girl? Adrian Young. What's her book? Uh, spells for forgetting. I cannot it? freaking wait. Okay, I'll leave. You know when it's coming out? I don't know when it's coming out. When is it? August 2nd, 2022. Uh, my birthday is in August. So this is like a birthday gift for me. Thank you, Adrian. <laughs> it is. It is. Adrian purposely put it out for your birthday. So you're welcome. For me specifically. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'll read it for you. This is her first um, adult novel. So a rural island community steeped in the mystical superstitions of its founders and haunted by the unsolved murder is upended by the return of the suspected killer in this deeply atmospheric novel. I'm so sorry for the way that I read that. I read that like Why? a news reporter where they're like, six men were killed. Da, 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 da. Oh like, I, had, I didn't know which parts to emphasize because it was <laughs> And I was just like a rural island community steeped in the mystical, mystical superstitions super- of its founders and haunted by an unsolved murder. No, you did not read it like that. that, that, that I was like, wait, wait, this is wrong. Okay, back <laughs> to it. So murder, like atmospheric. Emery Blackwood's life was forever changed on the eve of her high school graduation when the love of her life, August Salt, was accused of murdering her best friend, Lily. Now she is doing what her teenage self swore she never would, living a quiet existence among the community that fractured her world in two. She once longed to run away with August, eager to escape the misty, remote shores of Saoirse? Is that Saoirse? Saoirse Island and chase new dreams. Now she maintains her mother's tea shop and cares for her ailing father. But just as the island, rooted in folklore and tradition, begins to show signs of strange happenings, August returns for the first time in 14 years and unearths the past that no one wants to remember. August Salt knows he is not welcome on Saoirse, not after the night that changed everything. As a fire raged on at the Salt family orchard, Lily Morgan was found dead in the dark woods. Oh my gosh, I want to read this so badly. I'm I'm like, I'm like so excited. Shaking the bedrock of their tight-knit community and branding August a murderer. When he returns to bury his mother's ashes, he must confront the people who turned their backs on him and face the one wound from the past that has never healed, Emery. But the town has more than one reason to want August gone, and the emergence of deep betrayals and hidden promises that span generations threatens to reveal the truth behind Lily's death once and for all. Evocative and compelling, Spells for Forgetting is a vivid exploration of lost love and the unraveling of a small town and its many secrets. Why? I think about Wow. Listen to Kristen's review of it. This book is my favorite of all Adrian Young's book, a beautiful, emotional, compelling. I couldn't stop reading. My heart ached when it was over. This book is going to touch us so deeply. I can't wait. I'm excited to be hurt, but maybe not hurt. I don't know. I just think that it's going to be very emotional. Like it's going to touch very deeply into the soul. I love her for that. Mm -hmm. We do. 
Okay, last one for you. And then it's okay, my last book that I'm talking about is Daughter of the Moon Goddess. And again, you guys, this cover is freaking so pretty. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. A captivating debut fantasy inspired by the legend of, uh, I'm just going to skip that part. <laughs> Growing up on the moon, I'm going to butcher these names also. So I'm so sorry. Growing up on the moon, Jing Yin is accustomed to solitude, unaware that she is being hidden from the feared celestial emperor who exiled her mother for stealing his elixir of immortality. But when Jing Yin's magic flares and her existence is discovered, she is forced to flee her home, leaving her mother behind. Alone, powerless, and afraid, she makes her way to the celestial kingdom, a land of wonder and secrets. Disguising her identity, she seizes an opportunity to learn alongside the emperor's son, mastering archery and magic, even as passion flames between her and the prince. To save her mother, Jing Yin embarks on a perilous quest, confronting legendary creatures and vicious enemies across the earth and skies. But when treachery looms and forbidden magic threatens the kingdom, she must challenge the ruthless celestial emperor for her dream, striking a dangerous bargain in which she is torn between losing all she loves or plunging the realm into chaos. Daughter of the Moon Goddess begins an enchanting romantic duology, which weaves ancient Chinese mythology into a sweeping adventure of immortals and magic, where love vies with honor, dreams are fraught with betrayal, and hope emerges triumphant. Yeah, it sounds great. That is like the fantasy that we all love and live for. It's yes. like everything. It's it really is like a true fantasy. So I cannot wait. When does it come out? It comes out uh January 11th. I picked books that were all coming out soon because I have no patience. So this book comes out January 11th, guys. Yeah, basically as soon as this episode comes out, you can go get it. Yeah. I the only thing I the only book I don't think I talked about the release date for was the um the first one I talked about um oh my gosh where is it and why can I not find Lost it on their bones yes mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it out I have these all open on goodreads so let me just really quick I almost said right quick wow we love I'm that sorry, for us I am not in high school anymore it's coming out in 2022 on google that doesn't help at all. Uh, it opened up Catcher on the Rye. I don't know. February 1st, February 1st, 2022. There we go. I knew that they were all like relatively. Yeah. Around this time. I love yeah. it. I love that there's more books at all times for us to get. Yeah. Okay. So the book that I have going on is called The Agathas. And I literally chose this because of, uh, what is it called? The Vision and WandaVision. Really? Have you seen WandaVision? Clean. Have I seen Wanda? Have I, I seen? Am I a Mickey of- fan? Pull up in Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, I've seen WandaVision. <laughs> so what I mean is, like, I literally just like uh, the name Agatha like came out to yeah. me, and I was like, I love that so much. But then I like started reading it, and I was like, this is actually fascinating. So it's called The Agathas. I could not tell you when it comes out. The last summer, sorry, last summer, Alice Og Aglives, O G I L V E S. Oh, well, last summer, Alice's basketball star boyfriend, Steve, dumped her. Then she disappeared for five days. Where she went and what happened to her is the biggest mystery in Castle Cove because she's not talking or uh, or was at least. But now another one of Steve's girlfriends has vanished. Brooke Donovan, Alice's ex-best friend. And it doesn't look like Brooke will be coming back. Enter Iris Adams, Alice's tutor. Iris has her own reasons for wanting to disappear, though unlike Alice, she doesn't have the money or the means. 
That could be changed by the hefty reward Brooke's grandmother is offering to anyone who can share information about her granddaughter's whereabouts. The police are convinced Steve is the culprit, but Alice isn't so sure, and with Iris on her side, she just might be able to prove her theory. In order to get the reward and prove Steve's innocence, they need to figure out who killed Brooke Donovan. And luckily, Alice isn't exactly what they need, the complete works of Agatha Christie. If there's anyone that can teach the girls how to solve a mystery, it's the master herself. But the town of Castle, Clo Castle Cove holds many secrets, and Alice and Iris have no idea how much danger they're about to walk into. That's it. That sounds so good. It comes out May 3rd. May 3rd. I'm just ushering us into spring already. My apologies, everyone. Oh, you're fine. This sounds like a really fun mystery. It does. I really dig... I really dig the murder mysteries. And we actually have like 14 in here. Like all of ours involve someone dying and them trying to figure it out. Yep. In the best way. <laughs> we love it. We love death. It's great. <laughs> but I, I, we have a start. Like, I feel like we have a good lineup. I'm really excited to read these books. Okay. I'm going to talk about one and I'm not going to read the back of it. Um, but this, because this almost made my list but we're like are running out of time and it's league of liars. It's like a fantasy thriller. So like four teens are charged with murder and the illegal use of magic. And they have to band together to like basically pull off a jailbreak. So it's like, it's kind of like, if you like six of crows and how to get away with murder, it's like a mix of those. Love that. We love to see I want to read that. And it comes out February 22nd. A lot of books coming out in late February. Very, get it. very excited guys. We love you. We love Thank you so much for listening to this. Thanks you for being all our weird stories and our TikTok quotes and everything like that. We just, thanks for sticking around. We love thanks you. For, thanks for being our friend. <laughs> we love you. Um, let us know what books you guys are planning on reading this week. And yes, let us know. Okay. Bye. Bye.